0: sarcasm speaks. Uh, we've been talking. I'm going to rehash the story. So sorry, uh, Bob, you're going to hear this again, but uh, it's, new yeah, it's cool. Everybody's. I just won't listen. Yeah, it's fine <laughs> when the host doesn't listen. Um, so what I just showed him was, uh, so I just bought this new wallet uh, the other day, actually a couple of weeks ago. It took a couple of weeks to get here because the good old supply chain. Oh, um, supply chain, dude. I've had the same wallet uh, basically my entire life. Um, I, I took my dad's old wallet after he died and I've just been using it. And it's finally kind of like getting on its last leg. Great fucking wallet. Uh, it's of of all things, it's a fossil. Um, but it's from, it was pro it's gotta be 20 years old. He, I mean, it, it, it was, it was not brand new when he died in 2005. So like, say he bought it like somewhere around 2002, um, it's gotta be at least 20 years old and like, it's still together. Right. But like this, some of the stitches have fallen out and like, it's gotten, it's beat up. Right. Like it's an old and it's also a fat wallet. Like it's just, it's a thick wallet and it fucks up. It fucks with my back when I keep it in my back pocket and I sit on it.
1: Um, the only thing I can think of is fucking Costanza. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you ever watch Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he had the wall with all the receipts in it. He held on to everything. Yep, Yep. And it fucked his back up from yep. fucking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, I'll give him a shout out. They, I I might actually after this process, depending on how it goes, maybe I'll look into see if they have an affiliate program if they want to sponsor the show. But uh, I'll give a shout out to Kings Loot Wallet, King Kings Loots Wallet, or Kings Loot, whatever it is. Um, I bought I bought the wallet, um, and. They sent it to me. And so the other thing too, is like I said, it's a, it's a fat wallet. It's I got I actually got it right here. Um, you can see if you're on YouTube, right? Like this thing's old. Uh, it's, it's frayed, it's shredded. Like there's stitching. That's literally missing. Uh, right, right here. It's just gone. Uh, it's, it's old, you know? So, um, the leather is splitting on the bottom. So, and it's fat too, right? So I got this King's Loot wallet because it's super thin, right? Super sleek. It's got, it holds like 12 cards. I don't know. I'll do an ad read for them if they sponsor us. I'm not going to do an ad read for them now. Shut out is enough. Um, But pretty cool, pretty cool wallet, right? And it also fits in in my front pocket. So I could theoretically keep, my wallet and my keys in my front pocket. Don't have to keep anything in the back pocket. No no more, you know, fucking up your hips and your back and all that shit. Cool, right? Well, uh it came in yesterday. Um and I just haven't had time to switch over my wallet.
1: <clears throat> By the way, you need to start getting your affairs in order because the last two things that you've said you don't have time for are very very trivial tasks.
0: Yeah, no, I know. It's just I'm I'm Doing a bunch of shit and and this this week with work is fucking nuts. Like I didn't get home until I don't know, like six o'clock. I think today or pretty close to six o'clock. This I'll get to that too in a minute um, or later on in the show because scientists are fucking morons. But anyway, um, I I got the the wallet came in yesterday. I just didn't switch anything over because I'm lazy. Is that that's better? Does that fit
1: your? That, that's... I didn't,
0: I didn't want to. That's, I didn't want to. That's why. I would say, cause you, um,
1: I don't remember what the last <clears> one was, but you didn't have time for something else. And I'm like, no, it was the golf, me. the golf quiz,
0: the mental quiz.
1: Oh yeah. That yeah. took like four seconds. Yeah. Um.
0: So I leave the wallet on my desk today in the office, <clears throat> right where I'm sitting now. And I get a text in the middle of the day today from Amy being like, Hey, did you buy a new wallet? And I was like, Yeah. Why? She goes, oh, well, Pickett just chewed the shit out of it. So here we are. Uh, my new wallet has teeth marks and uh, ripped the the stitching out. She did a pretty good job. So she, I mean, it's not completely fucked. Like I could still use it if I wanted to, but like for a brand new wallet, I kind of want it to be brand new. So I go on the website uh, luckily, King's Loot, shout out to them. Uh, they have a lifetime replacement program where you, I, just, I said to you, like, you got to jump through some hoops. You got to like create an account, fill out a Google form, go through a process, do this other thing, and then submit your information. And then you do have to pay for shipping and handling. So you got to pay to ship it back to them. And then they'll ship you a brand new one, but it's a, it's a lifetime thing. So <clears throat> if I get another new one and it comes in in three weeks, because, you know, supply chain sucks, uh, because Pete Bukaki judge is out on uh paternity leave again, maybe, I don't know. He took the keys, he took the keys to the supply chain with him, And, uh, I can't get it in three weeks. And then after a day, pick it, choose it again. Well, I can go through the exact same process. All I have to do is just keep paying for shipping and handling, which eventually that would add up. Right. But, <laughs> but theoretically over the lifetime of a wallet, as long as this company stays in business, I can just keep getting a new wallet. All I have to do is, well, I've already created the account. So I would imagine that's one less step, one less hoop that I have to jump through, uh, eventually when I go through this whole thing. But, uh, but yeah, it's super fucking... All things considered, it's pretty easy. Like I say, you got to jump through some hoops. Like I said, you, you got to create an account, fill out some forms and fucking submit them. Like it's it's really not that hard. Um, so yeah, now I get to get, have a new wallet. I mean, I got to pay $18 to for shipping because I have to pay to ship this one there and then the new one back. So it's probably nine bucks each way. Um, but Yeah. That's that. So what you had said, do you want, do you want to tell me what you had said before?
1: Well, I mean, I don't remember what I said. I said it so eloquently before
0: you said it's a poor business model.
1: I think it's a poor business model. So, well, so the lifetime warranty, whatever Mm -hmm. on things that don't break or really need replacement seems like a bad business model. So, for example, the wallet shitty situation, what happened? The dog got to it. Oh, well. Now, if I was running a business, now maybe this is why I shouldn't run a retail business. I don't think you're necessarily entitled to a new wallet for free because not my dog. You're the one who didn't have the time to fill your new one and take it with you. (laughs) But no, no, so no, like the way I look at it, I'm just like, how long can you do like lifetime warranties? Because like you just said, you just bought one wallet and theoretically you shouldn't need to ever pay for another one if the company stays in business.
0: Right. Correct. And I mean, I look at it like, like, so I look at, I, I, I I'll take exactly what you said and I'll, I kind of look at it as the opposite way is. I don't think it's that bad of a business model because it is an item that theoretically should never break. Right. Like, like I just said, this wallet that I've had is 20, roughly 20 years old, if not more. So if I have this wallet that I have now, well, it won't be this one because this one's getting shipped back to them. But if I have this, the next wallet for another 20 to 25 years, you know, like, okay, like, cool. What am I going to have to buy a new wall in 25 years? Like, or maybe less, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where I look at it, like they're selling something that really, it's not, it's not a, um, it's not a consumable, right? Like it's not like something that expires or it gets consumed, right? It's by definition um, it's not a consumable. So like, what the fuck do you care whether or not like, you know if something had a lifetime warranty like um i don't know and then also you have to take into account the the cost of the thing too right like like the wallet was 60 bucks so i don't know, if you know that's it's like a, a lot it's it's not is that a, is that a lot it's i it's not know. i mean it's it's a leather product i feel like i don't know and then that's also one of those things like again if you look there's a, lot of th- there's a lot of sliding scales here. There's a lot of, it depends, right? So if you're going to theoretically buy a wallet every 25 years, does it matter if you spend $150 on a wallet? Like I look, now all things aside, I personally would not spend $150 on a wallet. But if it's a, one product that you have to buy once every 25 years, does it matter if it's $125? No, it doesn't. To, to like
1: realistically, no. What is that? What is that per year? Yeah, I got, yeah. I have I'm to gonna, budget. I have to budget gonna, that in.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna need to see an average annual value on that. Imagine
1: like doing like a PL for yourself, and yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you have like a depreciation on your wallet. Yeah, and like deferred deferred payment.
0: Right. Right. Yeah.
1: So well, I paid for I paid a buck twenty five in <laughs> you know 1998. Yeah. So you add inflation. Yeah. <laughs> Carry the two. And actually, I've actually gotten ahead, so I'm gonna have to go revise all of those docs. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, looks like I can't buy bananas this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one lasted 26 years. Yeah, <laughs> getting ahead. So,
0: you know, like it's it's 60 bucks, right? Like
1: it is what it is. Um, but so the, the way I look at it, there's only a few. With, so there's there's only a few outcomes for a wallet. One is it gets lost. You lose it, you get you don't get a new one. It does that that does not fit the warranty because you do have to send it back. Right. Two, it wears out. Yes. Which, as you said, we're on about 20 years. Yeah. Three, something catastrophic happens.
0: A dog <laughs> chews
1: it. And that's what I mean is, but it's like by by no fault of the company. Now I understand what they're doing. They're probably just doing a solid, like trying to maximize customer service and be a company that's not a fucking faceless suckhole of a yeah thing, um. But it's like when all do they do anything else besides wallets? Yeah. All right. So I guess that changes too. But it would be like okay. So take like sunglasses.
0: Right. Right.
1: Like so. The yeah. The example so you, I was going to use a,
0: before was an iPhone. So. I mean, Because an iPhone, so that's what I was getting at with the cost thing. Like an iPhone costs, let's just call it $2,000, just to use round numbers. You're not going to, it doesn't make sense to have a lifetime replacement for something that costs $2,000. Does it matter that you have a lifetime replacement on a product that costs 60 bucks? I don't think so.
1: So what if it, so I'm taking, I want to, I want to flip the category because the wallet thing is tough because truthfully, I don't know when I got my wallet and I, I don't ever think about purchasing a new one. Right. E- ever. Yeah. I Actually, haven't one time, it for 20 one, years. One time I thought about getting one of those like skinny ones, but then I realized there's nowhere to put cash and it's like, I don't carry cash a lot, but when I Which do carry why. cash,
0: I went with the King's loot because it has an inside money clip. You can snap your cash inside, fold it up, and you're good to go.
1: Wow, sounds awesome. I'm not paying that <laughs> for a wallet. Um <laughs> But like let's 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 use sunglasses as an example. Right.
0: I think that's a good example.
1: So if a sunglass company and there's one that I, so I, well, let's use, let's, and let, let's, let's use a couple different examples. So I just bought from uh gooder who could be a sponsor potentially. I mean, we'd probably just have to reach out to them. Yeah. 20, they, their sunglasses cost 25, 35 bucks. And if they turn around, we're like, okay, we're going to give a lifetime warranty on our sunglasses. I just don't understand that because it's a low price point. For sunglasses. And they're pretty good, I guess. I don't know. I don't, wouldn't know the fucking difference. I, if I'm staring at the sun, it's fine, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the whole idea of coming in at a $25, $35 price point is that if you lose the fucking things, it doesn't bury you financially. Right. right. Because what are the most often consequences of sunglasses? They, they break.
0: They break. They get lost. Or you lose them. Yeah. Generally.
1: Generally. So if they were to be like all right we're we're going to do life lifetime whatever they would be fucking trying to fill fucking uh claims all the time. It's like oh right. I popped I popped the fucking thing. I forgot they were in my pocket. I smashed them off that like fell yeah. out of my pocket. Like whatever. My dog chewed them. My dog chewed them. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but then if you're gonna charge, and I I genuinely don't know what Ray Bans cost.
0: Anywhere for, depending on like the the style, probably anywhere from eighty to three hundred dollars.
1: Okay, 80, 300 dollars 80, 300 uh, so one. You, it
0: let's you keep numbers round. One to three hundred dollars.
1: All right. So you have two hundred dollars sunglasses that you got from Ray Ban. Yeah. You just paid. for sunglasses full knowing that they're nice full knowing that that's a three digit number and Mm -hmm. full knowing that that's 10 times what I just told you you could get them from a different company for right. If you fuck up your $200 sunglasses that you know are expensive, that you can get a case for and that you can take care of, that should not be on Ray-Ban to fix you because you can't take care of your shit.
0: Right. No, I, I I agree with that. So I think I think the other half of this is that they require the product back.
1: Yes. Which I now, think
0: solves a lot of problems, right? Because you could be you like, lose it, "Oh no, I lost it." They're like, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck. That's not it." You gotta it's, send it back. The the lifetime replacement is only for damage, and if something happens, right? Like they actually say in the. Cause they, on their website, they have a page that talks about the lifetime replacement and they go, if it becomes uh, your dog's favorite shoe toy, like we got you covered. Like if they, they list a bunch of things that it covers, but it says like, you have to ship it to us. yeah. And then once we get it, once we physically get it, then your turnaround time is like a week or whatever to get your new one.
1: I also got to imagine the amount of people that actually file the claim is like comically low. Oh, yeah. It's got to be super low. So. Because
0: people typically don't break wallets, right? Like people, people very often break sunglasses. You yeah. sit on them, you know, they fall off your head.
1: Yeah. Like I'm trying to think <laughs> what, like, what, like. Cause you would never lifetime warranty like shoes or boots. Like what is something no. that like wears so I out would I would that, like, say normally wear I
0: it's it's weird. I think it's a bit of a stretch, but I would put shoes into the consumable category where like it's not it's not quickly consumed, but it is a consumable, right? Like the shoes don't last forever. Like you're not gonna get 20 years out of your shoes. You're lucky if you get two years out of your shoe, depend depending on what type of shoe and how often they're worn, right? Like if you buy one pair of sneakers and you wear them every day, you ain't going to get two years out of them. Oh. But you know, because some people like, I have pairs of dress shoes that I bought years ago, but I don't wear them every day. So it's like one of those, like I, I do think shoes are, would be considered a consumable.
1: Yeah. I'm just trying to, th- I, I'm trying to see if there's any other, like, cause <clears throat> all these other examples is like, Like, I guess, like, sunglass was a decent one because that's the same idea. It's, like, if you take care of it, you should never need another pair unless you want another pair. Right,
0: right. Yeah, like, I bought a pair of Oakley's in 2016. Still have them.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, unless you want a different style, you're not going to get rid of them. The same pair of sunglasses
0: I've had for six years. Uh. And I think I got them they were clearance. So I I only paid like 80 or 90 bucks
1: for them. Just seems weird especially like with a wallet where it's like they captured you for 60 bucks in the lifetime of you, your value might only be 60 bucks. Yeah. Well, they also seems they like you get to... you
0: cuz they sent me a $15 gift card too like in the wallet which Pickett also actually chewed. You can kind of see that right there on the top. Uh she she did a really good job. Um <laughs> So they want you to buy other shit too, right? So I don't know. Oh,
1: but you said they sell more than wallets too. So I think I was kind of yeah. like thinking they're like, it's like, oh, this is a wallet company. So they're known for like, their
0: wallets, right? That's how they started. Yeah. And they have all kinds of different wallets. Like they have the classic bifold, the stupid fucking phone, phone one. Um, they have travel wallets. They have minis. They have all kinds of shit. Then they also have accessories. So they have belts, um okay they so they get,
1: they get you buying all this okay so the wallets
0: money clips watch straps
1: okay that bottle oh, makes yeah. a little boy says i thought it was just a wallet company and i'm like because i'm i'm thinking in my head i'm like all right so you're worth 60 bucks to them for life and it's like it's a lot of fucking wallets you have to sell right and like even if you sold a million in a year You know how hard you have to do to sell the next million the next year? Like, I yeah. I don't know. Right, right. Because, like, you're going to get no repeat people. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. By the way, was there anything more fucking annoying than a trifold wallet? Like, when oh you oh my like God, take, that was the worst. And you take cash out and it's like folded three fucking ways.
0: Yeah, I think the trifold has to be like the ultimate, like, hey, I'm six. Right. Like like that's that's like the I'm seven years old and this is my first wallet. like the Velcro. The I was going to say, tri-fold. so if, if
1: someone gives you like money, that's like trifolded, it's like, did this come out of a Velcro wallet?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you a child? Like, why are you handing me a money with three folds in it? Like, don't get the fuck out of here with your trifold wallet. It's the, the worst. It's so stupid. Awful. The word, but the funny thing is, like, I think at least when we were younger, everyone that like under the age of like 12 had a trifold wallet. Like, that's what that's what it's just what you had. So annoying, but it's so stupid. Like, it's so impractical. You want to talk about thickness, like, the thing gets like it's like a fucking
1: softball.
0: (laughs) Like,
1: Jesus. I think, I think growing up, my father used to, I don't know if he has a wallet now. I don't know what the fuck he uses. He had like some plastic thing that held a card and an ID. He would put cash around it and use an elastic. That was his wallet. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I know a lot of people, well, not like I do back in the day. I think my dad actually used to do that too, is that he would have, so he had the wallet but then he would have his cash in his
1: other pocket. Oh, so in case you got robbed. Yeah. Yeah. So you could yeah. always like,
0: he's got cash in one pocket and then you keep the wallet in the back pocket. But by the way, are you a back left pocket or right pocket guy?
1: Oh, I gave up the back pocket. Oh, really? Yeah. Because most do you have of a
0: hybrid the- wallet, do you have a thin wallet?
1: <laughs> no. Because my a- fat,
0: this fat fucking thing ain't fitting in my front pocket.
1: I mean, I don't have anything in it, so that that's a good starting point. Yeah, one have less money. Yeah. Two, no, because I'm <laughs> I'm usually wearing I'm usually wearing sweatpants or mm. gym shorts or true, things true. like that's that. I don't I most I would say ninety five percent of the time I don't have a back pocket.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. So I'm a uh, I'm a back left guy.
1: I would have been a back right though. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Right hand, right pocket.
0: Yeah, well, I, I guess that kind of makes sense. I, I do because I'm just retarded, and I do everything left-handed. <laughs> like I reach, you know, I do the left hand. Like we've talked about it before. Like I used to, I batted in baseball lefty. I played hockey left-handed, but I swing a golf club right-handed. I throw a baseball right-handed. I don't know. I'm an enigma. But not a cool one; just an idiot.
1: I just do things with different
0: hands. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just dumb. <laughs> so okay. that's my wallet story. <laughs> so, so I guess. Long story short, I still can't have a new wallet. <laughs>
1: well, that's what. See, you fucking that. That is like absolute snooze. You lose. Yeah. Had you just taken care of your shit, Pickett wouldn't have got to it and you wouldn't be here right now.
0: Well, there's also no um there's no guarantee that she wouldn't have chewed it with the stuff in it. Although it wouldn't have been ah, home. But it during wouldn't the have day. been there. It wouldn't have been home during the day. It would have been yeah. in my pocket.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm smelling what you're stepping in.
1: You should uh get a task organizer. Organize your tasks. <laughs> task organizer get get more get more organized i need to get an
0: elastic band so i can carry cash
1: <laughs> we were talking about that today some i think hurricane john was like nowhere takes cash i'm like okay well that is an out absolutely outrageous that, claim yeah that
0: is the most that is more outrageous than claiming that you invented the question mark <laughs> no one takes cash no one literally takes, everybody oh, what takes Do cash. you mean
1: no one takes cash Although I did pay for a round of golf today in cash and it felt, felt weird for a second.
0: It is, people definitely look at you weird. They're like, wait, you're handing me paper? Well,
1: especially because have, you have to like make the change. Yeah. Luckily, golf courses is usually fucking old school. So it's like not a problem, but. Right, right. It's like when you go to, uh... so it's like so, like, take like a coffee shop, for example, because every single one of them, you just pay on an iPad. Yep. And it's like. It's like oh, coffee. Uh, three sixty two. Um, well, here's four bucks. It's like, whoa. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're like, what do I do?
1: I have to make change.
0: Well, you know, there's a national change shortage. So
1: is that still? Are we still, are we still doing that?
0: Of course. There's a shortage of everything. It's all
1: just—it's all just a conspiracy, so that uh, there's no more cash. It's all electronic money, and everything's tracked.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's why. 100%. The government's <laughs> going to see what we're buying.
0: Yeah. So you want to talk about like supply chain and all that shit. So one of the jobs I'm working on, um, it's actually going to be my, it's my project that I'm I'm leading. I just had a meeting for it today. So we're shifting buildings around, doing some stuff, whatever. There's construction going on in a building. And there's a, um, fuck, I forget what it's called. It's an air. It's it, I'm not gonna look it up. It's a it's called like an air, it's some sort of air vent pusher thing. It's for HVAC. It's the giant, the giant fucking metal box that goes on the top of a building that runs the HVAC system that physically like moves the air, um, you know, to keep things cold or hot or whatever. It's like the unit, right? Yeah. Well. It was supposed to come in in August. Now, we just found out today at this meeting that it is currently in Jordan, the country of Jordan. Uh, And the process of building it is way behind and they're hoping that it could potentially be in by the end of October.
1: So, when are they moving next week?
0: uh, They're supposed to. Well, they're supposed to move in August, like August, September, like that time. So, they ain't moving in August, I'll tell you that. Uh, And then the other thing that they said was if things go well, it should be ready by the end of October, which then means it's ready to be shipped. Not that it will be here. But like by the end of October, it will be ready to like make its way on over here, which then means it has to get through customs, you know, and all that shit. And it's like, this whole thing is just wild. It's wild. Like, the like because now, now there's like a trickle down effect, right? Because there's multiple buildings that are being moved. But now this one building, people, we can't move them in and out at the right time. So then that's supposed to be back. The spots that people are supposed to move out of are supposed to be backfilled by people in a different building. And then we're getting rid of some buildings and doing all this shit. But now like we're at a standstill because we don't know if people are going to be able to move into that building because there won't be a HVAC system.
1: (laughs) What's the problem with the HVAC? I'm sorry. uh, What's the problem with the lack of HVAC system? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They can do without it, right?
0: Yeah. You don't need it. It's overrated. Moving air, keeping it, keeping it uh, temperature control is no is overrated.
1: Yeah, dude, I worked in a place without temperature control for like fucking four years. I you can do it.
0: This is a um, it's a pharmaceutical company, so they have
1: uh, yeah, wear a cold, sweatshirt.
0: They have cold rooms, so like they need to be kept at temperature for chemicals and shit and
1: all that stuff. All right, we'll get different chemicals.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be better. I don't know. Find hot chemicals.
1: <laughs> or only to only work with the cold chemicals in the winter and only work with the hot chemicals <laughs> yeah. in the summer. <laughs> it'll be cold in there, don't you? Don't you worry. It'll be yeah. plenty cold. Oh, yeah, I know. Right.
0: In a fucking giant building with no heating system when it's 12 40,
1: de- when it's <laughs> 46 degrees is cold.
0: Yeah. 12 degrees outside. It'll be pretty close to 12 degrees inside.
1: (laughs) No, it's not like that. I found, I found that for a building with walls, the coldest it could get was about 45. And the hottest it could get was about 91.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying it holds heat a lot better in Laura. no, not that hold heat is the wrong word, but it, uh, yeah, I get, I don't
1: know. I don't well, know what of, I'm trying to say. Think about what would happen if you it took an aluminum. It performs
0: worse in the summer than it does
1: in the winter. So take an aluminum box and just yep. put it in the sun.
0: It's going to get real fucking hot.
1: Yeah, it is. Yep. Yep. Maybe paint the top black. <laughs> yeah real hot. Yeah. Yeah, not ideal. Definitely not. <coughs> ideal. Yeah, it's hard 91's a lot to work out in too. It's hot. Yeah.
0: Oh my now, god. No,
1: now now to be fair, I only did that on like a Sunday one time. Yeah. I at least had the decency to bring it down to 82 for people. Yeah. <laughs> Which everyone like it, it was so funny to like everyone would like give us shit for like how hot and how cold it was. Yeah. And the part that they didn't get is there was no temperature that I was going to be able to bring it to for it to be comfortable. Right.
0: Right. Like even if money wasn't an option.
1: No, literally the building the, couldn't
0: the HVAC system could not it couldn't state. do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In in unins like an uninsulated building. Yeah. In a real winter. Yeah. You can't get it past 61. Right. And 61 still cold. So you may right. as well just be in 58. And not not just an
0: uninsulated building. It's literally, a, I don't know if it was tin or aluminum. It was some sort of metal. It was just a metal siding building. It was like met, was, metal
1: siding with plywood walls. Yeah. And
0: the plywood didn't even go all the way to the yeah. top. Because of like that's, what, 40 foot ceilings?
1: Yeah, I don't even know. It was it was super. Up, it was it was up there, and actually, I don't even think. I think we could. I think we couldn't get it into the seventies in the summer. I know that. And so, at that rate, it's like, well, what the fuck is the difference between eighty-one and eighty-five? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, like seriously, there isn't one. Yeah, like, I, I can I cannot get it into the seventies and sustain it. Because then, if the system worked too hard, it fucking broke. <laughs>
0: then you have to call a maintenance guy
1: oh, which is insane. more money that was <laughs> insane yeah Absol- the building sucked absolutely insane not ideal
0: <laughs> more <Got> a- more <laughs> not
1: ideals yeah got everything got everything controlled now though <laughs> yeah you're in a great spot now still makes me mad to turn shit on though <laughs> well yeah i mean just how Keep quickly, pe- how quickly people forget their roots, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, oh,
0: you go in and it's like, you know, maybe like seventy-two, and then they're, you know, they complain. It's like, well, did you forget when it used to be eighty-five?
1: Yes, they did. Yeah. Oh, it's- well, no, because the other thing too is they don't realize, like, the AC is set to what do we set it to? 73 75 something like that. So they come in and it's seventy, and they're like, "Oh, it's so hot," and I'm like. Yeah, it's hot outside. Yeah. To go air ain't hot enough for the air to turn on. Fuck out of here. (laughs) But also, too,
0: like it's a gym. Like, do you want it to be 62 degrees in a gym? I don't because it's fucking freezing.
1: No, they probably want it to be a nice, perfect 66, 67. And it should get progressively colder as they get progressively sweaty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, even
0: 66 is a little, it's a little on the chilly side for a gym. I'm good, I'm good with like 70. Like
1: well, it doesn't gym. matter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, thing. it really doesn't I'm matter. Putting it into what I fucking whatever, put it to, whatever you put it to. <laughs> and yeah, in the in what is still spring, yeah, sure, it feels warm in there when it's 95 outside, it feels fucking cold in there, right.
0: Right. Yeah. 72 feels real cold when it's fucking 95 outside.
1: Yeah. I think I do 73 and then Chris comes in and changes it to 75. I think that's generally how it goes.
0: <laughs> and then vice versa in the winter though, too. Like when it's 12 degrees outside and you go in and it's like 63, 63 like that feels warm. Yep. Like, Oh wow. It's hot in here. i got to take my sweatshirt off. Yep.
1: <laughs> that's an easy one. <laughs> cold today yeah well get moving
0: <laughs> yeah start fucking running
1: yeah ah hot Yeah, i don't know what to tell you hot yeah outside. it is it
0: is yeah i i have eyes too <laughs> my skin works
1: what's <laughs> i always again i can i have i have garnered the ability to answer questions without answering questions or like acknowledging comments yeah ah, hot out should have seen me on the golf course today <laughs> you played today yeah i don't so, care
0: yeah of course
1: i think there was oh, one man. day last year i looked at it and i was like too hot not worth it but it wasn't like i'm all in i'm completely sold i want to play mm-hmm. and then i looked at it and go ah too hot i think it was like i'm iffy i don't really feel like playing today right right I can only play nine so it's like "Ah, fuck it I'll get it some other time yeah yeah I'll give it a shot
0: tomorrow (laughs) you know like
1: yeah I think I only did I think I only did that once because like I'll go out there when it's 96 I don't give a shit sometimes I hop sometimes I hop in a card but as long as it's a dry heat It's never a dry heat here. <laughs> we wouldn't know a dry heat if it fucking cock slapped us.
0: No, it's a dry. If we get a dry heat again. Wait for it. There's a callback when it's hot between Labor Day and Veterans Day. Like if we get a day in that sits like, sip, call it September 27th, and it's like 82 degrees, that's a dry heat versus an 82 degrees in July. You walk outside and it's soup. You're literally walking through soup. Like the air, the air has turned is liquefied. <laughs> it's great, but late late summer, early fall, when it gets hot, it's it's typically a dry heat. You know what I mean? Like we don't get humidity. That you know, first week in October, when we get a day that's in the 80s, like it's not humid. It's a dry heat, but that's the only time we get it. Is that one whatever it is seven week stretch?
1: So when they say like Vegas doesn't have any humidity, is it like legit zero? It can't be legit zero, right? Like that would be pretty close.
0: I think it is pretty close to zero because it right. is a, quite literally a desert. So it's like shit doesn't grow there, which means there's no water anywhere.
1: Uh, that's true. We do have water still. Yeah, and moisture and like we have and, grass and like I don't things. think you
0: can grow grass in Vegas.
1: Well, you I mean, rich
0: rich people do, but it costs money. You're not growing grass. You're spending money.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the, what the, I'm going to pay attention this, this fall. Cause people are like, Oh, it's so hot. Out, I'm like, ah, oh, it's dry. Heat. It's cold <laughs> it says 90, but it's, you know, 2% humidity. That's cold. That's yeah. what I heard.
0: Well, it's like, like, like you said, the summertime here sucks. Because it could be seventy-eight degrees, but it's like you got eighty percent humidity, and you're like, "This is fucking miserable." Like it's not even eighty. Yeah, the, but I'm sweating. I'm the, sweating from
1: standing. The feels like on that is actually like one hundred and twenty.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because if it's one hundred and twenty in in Arizona, um, since it's dry heat, it's not hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, you need a sweatshirt.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should go. You should go out during the day at like two o'clock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you throw some
1: long sleeves on. Yeah, go for a run.
0: <laughs> Although I guess technically in that scenario, like in a desert, right? Like a dry, like a, a dry heat. Um, wouldn't it be better to wear long sleeves?
1: No, because because then you don't get, evaporate.
0: Cooked, you get, you get, you don't get cooked by the sun though.
1: Oh yeah. You don't get direct sunlight. I've heard that. Like, or yeah. that's like the theory behind the sun sleeves. Like when yeah. like Dylan Fratelli a big one, but like when the golfers wear what looks like an under armor under yeah. their shirt and it's like hot as fuck, they're actually just sleeves
0: mm-hmm. that
1: you roll up and they're like UV protection or whatever the fuck SPF fucking God yeah. knows what. Yeah. And a lot of the Asian golfers do that as well. Yeah. I just, I always thought that they were psychopaths and were like cold. And <laughs> well, it's no, like, you
0: think about like people that live in the Middle East, right? Like they wear, they're all yeah. constant, everything is covered. And it's like, I think they're covered because they, they're, they that's a, not only is that a dry heat, that's like a fucking oven. Like we think it's hot. We think it's hot uh, here. Dude,
1: it's cold. It's a dry heat.
0: Yeah. It gets to be like, I bet you it gets to be like 130 in the fucking desert. I feel Iraq. like that's
1: like world record though. Like, like I feel like 130 like, is the max. Uh,
0: I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to Google this.
1: Well, um, so uh, cause I know what you're saying. Cause they wear the robes and shit. And it's like, if it was so hot that you don't want to wear the robes and shit, like why, why don't they just walk around in like loincloths. Right. And it's the direct sunlight. So I've heard uh, even like some people in Texas Like when they work in like fields and farms and whatever, they wear like button down shirts because they're usually pretty light, but they block direct sunlight. Ah, fuck. I
0: forgot everywhere else in the world uses Celsius. (laughs) These degrees mean nothing to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what is it? 60? (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's like 50 degrees. Like the fuck does that mean? Ah, uh, now I got to do a converter Celsius to Fahrenheit. I almost typed in Celsius to American. <laughs> uh yeah. 50 degrees is 122 degrees Fahrenheit. So the average, hold on. The average temperature in Iraq in July is 40. Eight, roughly well I'm going to round up it's like 47 and change it's 48 degrees Celsius how fucking miserable is that so 48 degrees that's 118 the average temperature in July <laughs> in Iraq is 118
1: yeah that's cold <laughs> that's not hot
0: that's fucking disgusting
1: no it's not hot <laughs> no it's a dry heat yeah, it's fine. Why
0: do you think they wear ropes? They're cold. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Dry heat. It's not hot. It's different. It's different heat.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. That's fucking wild.
1: Yeah. We have a bad one. It's 80.
0: Yeah. The low temperature is 37. So what is that? Oh, God, it's going to be like I have 90. No idea what with
1: these fucking temperatures? It's 98.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the low temperature in july the average low in july in iraq is 98 degrees
1: well it's definitely cold
0: yeah well that's frigid you got to turn the heat on yeah good thing good thing they have so much oil over there (laughs) (laughs) holy shit dude that's fucking
1: it's hell on earth the world record temperature is 134. Wow.
0: Where was it? In Iraq?
1: <laughs> no, I think it was Death Valley. Oh. Wow. Which I don't understand how California can just, like, be that hard. Uh Well,
0: California is uh, the worst place ever. It's uh, pretty much just a shithole. Everything's on fire always. Uh, I saw, I was listening to a podcast earlier today on my way home and they were talking about how it's the middle of May, like it's not even dead, dead heat summer and all of Southern California, I think LA County is already in a drought warning where people are only allowed two days a week to use the water. To do like outdoor things, whether it's water the grass or wash your car or whatever the fuck, two days in the middle of May. So they were like, what do you think it's going to be like come July and August? And they were talking like, everything's always on fire. <laughs> you get earthquakes. Like California sucks. The taxes are ridiculously high. I don't know why anyone would want to live in California.
1: Can I resend my previous statement of 134 being the highest? Sure. Okay. Now, some of these are unverified claims, but we're not we're not really into verification, right? No.
0: I'm not verified
1: on Twitter. Fuck it. <clears throat> Let me get to it. In 1972, Furnace Creek Ranch, which I believe is Death Valley. <laughs> 93.9 Celsius. No, what do way. you think? I already have the conversion. What do you think that is?
0: Um that's gotta be like 200 and 201. 200, yeah, yeah.
1: 201 degrees. Now, also on this list, and that was uh, sorry, that was the ground. That wasn't air temperature, that was ground temperature. 200. Okay,
0: all right. Well, I'm more
1: apt to believe Oh, it's ground that. temperature, it's not even hot. Yeah. So the well, we ground gotta, is a
0: solid, like the air temperature is air, not to get fucking sciencey, but the air is a gas, you know what I mean? Like it's a lot, it's a lot easier to heat a solid than
1: it is. So a we've gas, got 140 air, 188 unknown, 160 satellite, 152 satellite, 183 ground, 177 satellite. Shit's hot. Yeah.
0: That's fucking hot.
1: But all of these are in like deserts, so it's like, no, it's not <laughs> or Mexico, Mexico. I don't think Mexico is very deserty, though. So that's like no, well,
0: southern say. Mexico isn't. I think northern Mexico probably is a little um, bit desert. All right, fine.
1: Because you'd figure Same it's Mexico, close okay. to
0: it's close to Arizona and Texas, and Mexico's that's a little gonna bit be,
1: desert. Gotta be a gotta be a wet heat.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean southern Mexico for sure. Like once you get closer to Central America, because that's where all like the rainforests are. So I was thinking, yeah, but Northern Mexico, the side that that uh, is nearest to the United States <laughs> the desert. Hey, sick. So I don't know that's sarcasm speaks on humidity. <laughs> uh, do you want to, do you want to touch on the PGA before we wrap things
1: up? Yeah, we can touch on the PGA.
0: All right. What do you what want? You, picks? Uh, what do you yeah, want? Yeah, you, you fill me you... in. Fill me in on uh where it is, what's what's the course?
1: All right, so what's it's to at, look it's, out for. So it's at Southern Hills, which is in Tulsa. If you want to know anything about Tulsa or really Oklahoma in general, uh we could get some wind here. So I believe. I don't, you know, I don't know my Oklahoma geography because, again, I'm not a cartographer, and Jones would probably know, but he, he isn't here right now. Yeah. Um, Stillwater, I believe, is the second windiest city in the United States behind Boston. Yes. Um. I don't know where Tulsa is, but it's in the same state. So I'm guessing Tulsa also can be quite windy. I'm not saying it's second. I'm not saying it's fourth. I'm just going to say they can probably get some wind and it's May and we're getting a lot of fucking wind. So, and, uh, it's flat,
0: right? Like that whole, yeah.
1: there's nothing to block it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's very flat the wind. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so they play in Southern Hills. We're we're playing the PGA. Uh, they haven't played here since 2007. And that was just like an entirely different game. Right. That was LT gray. Yeah. And then there's been a couple. It was also uh, in August with back then, wasn't it? That was most likely still August, yeah. Um, yep. So Tiger won in 07. I think before that was '94 or something. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. they might have had a U.S. Open that I think Retief Goosen won. Like that sounds familiar to me. Um, so I think what we're gonna get, and this is like again, I, I just these are just my thoughts on the matter. We're gonna get a long brutal course that is going to require dudes to hit it far dudes to hit good approach shots and dudes to get up and down i think it's going to be very 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 stock major golf like nothing like tory pines you just had to fucking massacre the ball and that was that was that kiwa we knew we were going to get wind you got to manage the water but I think what we're going to get is legit, just classic course, major golf. It's going to play long. The rough going to be thick. I think it's Bermuda rough, so it's going to be fucking shitty to hit out of. You're going to have to get up and down. The greens are going to be difficult, like, but winning score will probably be like eight, nine under something like that. Um, I believe it's a par 71 normally, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them make it a 70. It is a 70. Okay. So
0: I saw saw the other day. It is a par 70. So one
1: thing, one thing that I was looking at what like with my like breaking, like breaking down of the golfers was par four scoring average, because you only get the two cracks at the par five. I don't know how long the par fives are going to be. One of
0: them is really long.
1: So they could be gettable. They could not be gettable, but. You're gonna have to score well on par fours and that's how this is gonna work um so yeah so when i was like actually like doing my my thing i think i went off the tee i think i was looking at off the tee around the green or i might have went right to scrambling not sure uh Strokes gain approach, obviously I mean, obviously again, it's very, very standard. Stroke strokes gain total and then par four scoring. So um, I know so I took on Sunday, I took Matsuyama at 31 to one because that he's I mean, he almost he almost had the clubhouse lead on Sunday. So he's playing good enough. He hits the fuck out of the ball from an approach perspective. um. And I didn't think 31 to one was going to stay. So I took it pretty early. Then I also like Justin Thomas. I like Patrick Cantlay. So I already took them. I think 14 and 20 to 1. Mm-hmm. So I'm on Matsuyama 31 to 1. I'm on Cantley 20 to 1. And Justin Thomas 14 to 1. I am running for the hills from Victor Hovland because he <laughs> is the fucking worst around the Greens. I think that takes Lowry out of it too. Corey Connors is the same thing. Morikawa is the same thing. Um, I think I have a, I have an irrational thing here. So Cameron young statistically is a good play, but I also think this is only his second major. Yeah. And he's never played something like this. Now this is the part that I don't like because I don't necessarily do this all the time. The daily fantasy people love, Cameron Young this week and by daily fantasy people, I mean the participants, not the ones who actually like, kind of know what they're doing. Right. So I'm a little wary of him. Um. Anytime someone is like the, it, it's almost like the public dog There's like, right. it's like the public right. dark horse. So it's like, Ooh, dark horse. Yeah. yeah. Well, one in four lineups has taken the guy. How much of a fucking dark horse is that? Exactly. Yeah. So I just try to like steer clear of that because if there was no strokes gain data, no one would be taking this guy, mm-hmm. but there is strokes gain data. So I don't want to ignore that. Um, but that's one where it's like, I don't know, maybe a flyer on a top 20.
0: Yeah. I was looking at him to either top 10 or top 20. I, so to be to be completely open. Um, I only have two bets that are placed so far and they were bets that were placed previously. I took Will Zalatoris 35 to one while I was in New York a few weeks ago, just because I, I texted you and Jones while I was looking at, at draft um, because shout out to New York, they actually allow sports betting. Um, so I was on the DraftKings app and I saw Zalatoris 35 to one. And I was like, I feel like that's, it's pretty good uh like that's pretty good <coughs> value there for Zalatoris. So I took him at 35. And then on your recommendation, I uh, yeah. Today, Sunday, Sunday, I think it was, I took Matsuyama at 30 to one. Yeah. Um. So those are the only two I have. I've done some looking, I've done some reading. I had, I just, I haven't had the time to sit down and actually look and do like what I used to do with like the, the hardcore analysis uh, just because with the job that the, the, my job right now, like where we just started a move phase. So like, I'm it's literally go time from 8am to fucking 4pm. So, um, I just can't dedicate the, the right time. So I'm, I'm tailing, I'm going to be tailing a lot of people for the, uh, the PGA this week. I don't know. I might have like, like I said, I may only end up with like one real play of my own. Um, which I think is going to be Matt Jones. Shout out to Jones (laughs) and also shout out to our buddy Jones. (laughs) Um, So Matt Jones, this is what I looked at very briefly today, is ranked second in the PGA in strokes gained around the green. Um, And one of the articles that I read today said that Strokes gain around the green is probably going to be the most important thing. Um, they talked about, similar to you, they they had off the tee, around the green, and approach. And I think they ranked them um, around the green was most important, approach was second, and off the tee was third. Where did you see that? um the lines is it john john holzbauer on twitter I no idea.
1: okay i don't know uh i'm gonna criticize that though because
0: also really quick i can confirm um both par fives
1: are well over 600 yards yeah but that's the thing is like they'll probably be around it in two anyway, yeah yeah um because they're all fucking it's fucking crazy they they play a different game um yeah, so I mean like then you would just rank your strokes gain T to green. Like you don't even need to break down by category, you would just go strokes gain T to green. So it's like yeah. I so so I actually pulled mine up. So I went strokes gained off the T. I actually pulled scrambling because um That makes sense. I wanted to and I wanted to look at scrambling specifically because if your strokes gained because the way strokes gain around the green is measured, it's your progress to the hole measured in strokes. So if you are, say you have a, tw- uh, I don't know, I don't, on, I don't know We metrics off the top of my head. Uh, if you have an 18 yard chip and you hit it to six feet, I believe you lose strokes. Because an 18 footer generally is a little bit closer. I think, I think it's, I think average is like five feet. So like you're one foot out. So you lose strokes because you didn't get it to average, whatever the fuck. Right. But you hit the pot. So it's like your strokes gain around the green suffered, but you still got down in two. So that's why like I wanted to look at scrambling because if someone is maybe like a little bit of a poor chipper, they could potentially get saved by their putting on the back end. So I did pull, I pulled scrambling this time instead of strokes gain around the green because I want to know who actually gets down into. Right. Not right. just who hits good chip shots. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying?
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: Because the other thing is now conversely with what I just used, if we stretch it out, because strokes gain around the green, I believe is like it's either 60 yards and in or a hundred yards and in. I'm not sure which one it is. So proximity-wise from 55 yards if you hit it to 11 feet you have gained strokes around the green but that putt is is a low percent or it's a lower percentage make so you don't get down in two so it's like Just because you hit the good shots doesn't necessarily mean you get down in two. So I I wanted to pull scrambling just for this one because when it comes to the PGA Championship through the four rounds, I firmly believe that the scoring is what's most important. It's not about the data because it's a major. Now, I wouldn't say that because next week, I don't know where the fuck they go next. Last week, they were at the Byron Nelson. I would say, you know, I I, I didn't, I didn't need, did I do Byron Nelson? Oh, I did do it. So I had Matsuyama. Um, like those statistics are fine and we have years of it and we have truth, whatever. The thing about Southern Hills is we don't know it. We don't know the correlation. Now there is a correlation with the PGA itself, but we don't know what it is like we haven't seen this place in 15 years so yeah um i tried to find all measures that were about scoring and not yeah always the other way um which is why i threw in par 4 scoring and i also had distance one of my one of my sources had distance matters but yeah all that did for me though is it just eliminated the short guys yeah, so I just I, like it in order for me to take people off my list, like I still have Corey Connors on here. He's 96th. I would not take Corey Connors to bet on, even though he's in like my top 13 guys. Um, He's not good around the greens. He's not long off the tee. You're you're um, I mean, he's straight off the tee, but yeah, your approach play is only going to take you so far. Plus, he's a little bit of a bum. Um <laughs> so do with it what you will. I mean, this comes out Thursday, so hopefully you're getting this early enough. I don't know when tea time start. So I've got again, I've got Thomas 14 to one, I've got Cantley 20 to one, I've got Matsuyama 31 to one. I'm probably gonna maybe look at Cam Young for a top twenty. Shoffley, I'd like to play, but he just always fucking loses. Unless it's a team event. Unless it's a team event or a, a non real gold medal event. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I like Neiman. I just don't like him more than the other people. Roars. We'll see if he can get it done. I mean, this should fit right up his alley. Keith Mitchell might be a good top 20. His odds will be a little bit long. Um, Most of his metrics are pretty good. Hovland, I would stay away from. Zalatoris, I like. Um. He hasn't won yet. Little bit of a concern, but I think he's good enough to Lowry. I'm staying away from He's just not good enough off the tee. Why the fuck is he on my list? Oh, because he's second in scrambling, but he's like a hundredth in fucking around the green. Hmm. Yeah, he's so he's one of them. Yeah. He knows how to get the ball in the hole, even if his metrics aren't that good around the green. Right. Uh, Morikawa is not good around the green. He is not good scrambling. And Sam Burns is very, very mediocre off the tee.
0: I would like to, uh, rescind my statement about Matt Jones.
1: Um, thank you. Thank you.
0: Because despite him being second in strokes gained around the green, um, just looking at you know, I, all I did was just go to his results and looking at the Honda, um, was pretty windy, right? He didn't make the cut. Uh, the players was tough. He didn't make the cut. <laughs> um trying to think of what else there was one other one with the Arnold Palmer was also kind of windy, right? That was a tough course. He was a T 52 and yeah. he missed his last cut the cut in his last event at the Wells Fargo. So, uh, yeah, he can pound sand. Yep, sure can.
1: Sorry, Jones. <laughs> your your namesake will not be getting my money this week. And then, one other thing I did like about Cantlay and Thomas specifically is they had very similar metrics to last year as well. Yeah. So, um, I would not be surprised to see Scheffler around or Rahm around, but uh, John Rahm is not getting around the green very well. Right. This year.
0: All right. Well, like I said, I don't have, but what I tried to come up with off the top of my head, once I spent five minutes looking at it, I was like, that's a really bad idea. Don't do that. So well, So I another, another, I don't thing, have anything crazy. No. So um, another
1: thing, if we look at, so if we go PGA championship going back, so Phil won last year, 2020 was Morikawa. 2019 was... our 2018 and 19 was Kepka, 17 was Justin Thomas. 16 was Jimmy Walker. So, going back, Phil is a major champion, and his length is pretty good at this point. Surprising, yes, but profile-wise, he's he's like dude he the, the, the dude has won before like he knows how to fucking win majors and win tournaments right you could say the same thing about morikawa kepka justin thomas so until you get to jimmy walker jimmy walker is like a pretty much an anomaly um and it's like so of those these are dudes that win and then going back so 15 was jason day 14 was rory 13 PGA that was the Duff Daddy. He was playing okay then. <laughs> 12 PGA was Rory again. 11 PGA was Keegan Bradley. Okay, so you get a you get some weird ones, but generally speaking, because I just went back to 2011 in my yeah. head, um, you get guys that are generally pretty good and generally kind of win and you've even got more of those guys now so it's like i'm seeing the leader um or i'm seeing the odds board and there's a lot of guys at like 20 and less or like 22 and less and you're not seeing much in like 25 to 35 because i think you know it's it's more likely to come from or like a pga i think is more likely to come from Rom, Scheffler, Spieth, Thomas, like the top 12 to 14. Yeah. Yeah. On the odds board, than it is to come from like Neiman or Burns or whoever.
0: Yeah. I think that's pretty fair.
1: And like, there's a reason why like Neiman, Burns, Lowry, like those guys, even Burger, uh, Ian Mack likes Burger, but. Um,
0: I haven't listened to that podcast. Like
1: even those guys, they're all like still in that like 30 to 45 range. And that's what they were for the masters. And it's like they have not moved. And there's probably a fucking reason. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: All right, well, good luck to everybody. Make sure uh, you go to mybookie.com when you sign up. Use a promo code SarcasmPod. And they will double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks over there. So if you want to bet the PGA, uh, like we said, it does come up. It does start today. Like when this episode drops. So if you catch it early enough, again, mybookie.com promo code sarcasm pod will double your first deposit over there. So uh, enjoy that. Um, So I think that's, uh, that's probably it, right? Time to wrap this bitch up. Yeah. All right. What do you got?
1: So, I don't know where you stand on this matter. How General feeling about tacos. How do you feel about tacos? I like tacos. Pretty good, generally speaking? Yeah, I'd say pretty good. All right. Tacos, in my book, they're fine. I think they're a decent thing to eat, but whatever the taco is, I don't think the ability of the taco enhances what the food was originally let me give you an example if you were to say it's like it's like oh i'm going to make pulled pork tacos i'm like okay cool but pulled pork is good on its own it's like i don't necessarily need all the other shit right now if this is someone who actually knows what they're doing then like and they're like really really good tacos that's a different story i'm talking average yeah like, like the
0: tacos we got when we were in
1: austin yeah <laughs> those so, those were unfucking real yeah so those are really good and yet i always see and I, that's so i i feel that's how i feel about the situation like most tacos are just kind of fine and like i think i've i think i don't know have i said this to you it's like I would never fucking buy a ribeye steak to make a Philly cheesesteak out of. I would just eat the ribeye. Right. Have we right. talked about that? I feel like probably, yeah. All yeah. Right. And I, because that's how I feel about that. Like, why the fuck would I get a ribeye to throw it in the freezer or cut it up to make a fucking cheesesteak out of? Fuck that. Yeah. I feel similar about tacos and the process of low and slow whatever the fuck just to make tacos so i think it's fucking useless to smoke a brisket for fucking 10 12 16 hours just so you can make tacos that seems fucking dumb to me
0: yeah and i keep seeing
1: like i just keep seeing this shit and it's like It's like, oh, beef, beef shin tacos. And I'm like, dude, just shred the beef. Like, what like why? Like what? Yeah. Like you want tacos that bad that you need to do a fucking 16-hour smoke on them. Like, how the fuck does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, it kind of almost kind of doesn't. And then, like well, you know what that is? I know what that is. That's white people. That's (laughs) that's white people ruining everything, right? Because Real tacos, right? Like from Mexico. What are they? They're shredded chicken, ground beef. You know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna go to again. Let's let's go back to the taco stand in Austin. Like the greatest tacos I've had in my entire life. From that, I forget what it is, Granny's tacos, yeah, in Austin, Texas. On Cesar Chavez, East yeah, Caesar on Caesar Chavez. Chavez Boulevard. Unfucking believable. What they it was simple you get ground beef, you get chicken. Uh, they had chorizo and I think that might've been it. I mean, they had like a breakfast taco, so they had eggs and shit, but like, it was simple. Like then they were legit Mexican. Like they did not speak very good English and there was no brisket tacos. There was no, you know, egg and beef shin, shredded taco. There was no pulled pork and whatever thing. It was, nope, Uh, ground beef, shredded chicken, whatever the fuck else, chorizo, like I said, whatever like your standard are. And like, we got tacos at some other places too. And like, that's all it was. So that, the brisket taco, like you said, like smoking something for 14 hours to then just put it in a taco, that's white people. That's why people are doing stupid shit.
1: That's fuck. It just is like such a waste of a fuck, like such a waste of a smoke like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you just eat the brisket? Just eat it. Right. Like, just eat the brisket. Like, it's delicious. You don't need to put it in a taco.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you're going to fucking rip a smoke butt like a, or a smoke a pork butt. Like, what? like, just so you can make tacos. Like, why? Yeah. Just throw it in the fucking crock pot. Yeah. Oh, oh it's not the same. Fuck it isn't like all a taco is, is you took something that's usually pretty good, gave it a vessel to eat it with and dumped a bunch of shit on top of it. Right. Like, why? Why do that? Like, why fire up a smoker? Why cook for that fucking long? Why do all that to make a fucking taco? Yeah. That's stupid. It's because you're white. (laughs) Ugh. You're you're a stupid Fuck, white person. Fucking Ben Affleck and his goddamn tacos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, don't get stupid tacos if you're out there and you're listening. No, just don't just- make
1: them. No, you can get them, but like, why? Again, it's the fucking process. Like, you're gonna go out and buy. A, if you live in Massachusetts, you ain't getting a brisket for less than six ninety nine a pound, and so you're gonna spend. Almost at minimum, minimum 21 bucks on that cut. And you're going to go back. You're going to potentially rub it, leave it overnight, bring it out, leave it on the counter, room temperature. And then you're going to, again, a three pound brisket, you're going to have to smoke that fucking thing for probably six to eight hours, I assume.
0: At least. Yeah.
1: Just so that you can bring it back in, let it rest. Just so that you can fucking put it into tacos, like chop it up and put it in tacos. Like, fuck that. Like, just eat yeah. the fucking brisket. Yeah. Skip the fucking tacos.
0: Yeah. Never mind.
1: Tough. It's like, oh, you know, oh huh, in the mood for tacos. So I smoked a brisket. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. That makes no fucking sense. Like, if you were me, like, I've put myself in a situation sometimes where it's like, I'll cook more food than I need. So it's like, all right. So I got a five pound pork butt throw it in the crock pot because that's how I'm cooking it, whatever. And I'm like, I'll eat a bunch of it as pulled pork. Good. Done. Right. You know, like throw some pulled pork on a mac and cheese, whatever. Fine. Right. Uh, and then like, it's like, all right, well, I got a little bit more. Like maybe I'll make some tacos out of this. Like throw some shit in the pan, whatever.
0: Right. But fine. it wasn't like you made it specifically but it's to like, put it like, in tacos.
1: Huh, huh, I was in the mood for tacos. So I went and bought a fucking... I I went and just occupied 36 hours of my life (laughs) between buying the shit, like getting the shit in there, like lighting up the smoker, cooking it, take it out, let it rest. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. And I see it all over fucking Instagram, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Look at these tacos.
1: Yeah. In the mood, in the mood for tacos, stupid white people. You can you can title it that. In the mood for tacos? Yeah. <laughs> Hungry for apples. Hungry for apples.
0: Yes. Uh, speaking of stupid white people, um, <clears throat> Adele is in the news uh, because she just recently bought the mansion that previously belonged to Sylvester Stallone in I don't know somewhere in California. I don't know, but Stallone's getting the fuck out of California. Cause as we talked about at the top of the show, uh, it sucks. So he's going to Florida. Um, so. I'm going to just read this little bit and then I'm going to tell you about my favorite part. So, uh, so Adele by, bought the Sylvester Stallone's mansion for $58 million, $58 million, uh, in February of 2022. Uh, which actually is a hefty discount because the Rocky actor had originally listed the home for a staggering $110 million in 2021. Um, He bought the land that the home is on in 1994 for $2.3 million and built the home from the ground up. After living in it for a whopping 28 years, Adele then scooped it up for a staggering $52 million less than asking price, whatever. Um, It's unclear why the house was sold for so much less, but the 75-year-old had already dropped the price once before. I'll tell you why he dropped it, because he wanted to get the fuck out of there because California sucks. So it's a 21,000 square foot home. And my favorite part about all of this is that it is the like dead on exactly what you would expect Sylvester Stallone's house to look like his mansion to be more specific. There are Rocky statues all over the house. (laughs) There's a Rocky statue by the base of the in-ground pool. It's literally like an Olympic sized fucking swimming pool. And then on one end, it's a fucking Rocky statue. Like, there's a Rocky statue inside the house. There was, like, memorabilia of, like, the title belt that that Rocky Balboa won that isn't, doesn't exist because Rocky Balboa is not a real person. Sure it's, he is. It's Sylvester F- Stallone. Phil-
1: Philly put up a statue for him.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia has a statue to a fake guy. But... They won't put up a statue for, um, who is it? Joe Frazier from Philly, but they have one for fucking Rocky. Uh, So, uh, but yeah, there's multiple statues. I'm looking at one right now. The statue is literally at the base of the pool. There's another one in like what looks to be like a trophy room, right? And from everything that I've found is that Adele has left the statues. So my question to you is, again, money not being an option, which apparently you got it for almost a 50% discount anyway, but.
1: Yeah, it's just good value.
0: You buy Sylvester Stallone's mansion that has all of his stupid memorabilia bullshit to a character that he played in the 80s and the 90s. Do you keep Do you keep the stuff? Oh, yeah. Because I do. I agree yeah, with you one hundred percent. I keep that statue. I keep the Rocky statue, and every time I walk by it, I'll fucking tap it. You know, like 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 I go to fucking Notre Dame and I'm about to run onto the field. I'll give I'll give Rocky a fist bump every time I go by. Like there could be seven statues in this house, and there's twenty one thousand square feet. Like there could be more than seven statues, realistically. But like I'm I'm leaving all of them. I'm not touching yeah, any of
1: them. No, every single one's thing. Yeah. They're amazing. That's amazing. It's part of why I bought the house. If I wanted just some fucking <laughs> diesel ass mansion, right? I could probably get it statue list for like forty five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: but I just think it's great. I think uh, I don't really have an opinion on Adele one way or the other. She's she's fine. She's a great singer, right? She's got a great voice. I don't care for any of her songs. Like I said, I don't have an opinion on her one way or the other. But this definitely moves the needle towards like. <laughs> because she left all of Stallone shit um, just intact. Because you got to think too, like, obviously we know it's Adele. We know she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, whatever. Clearly, because she spent 58 million on a house. And if you spend 58 million dollars on a house, you have the money to take down a couple statues. But she didn't do it. She left him. So, like I said, this moved the needle for me in uh in the positive direction. So good on Adele. And I'm glad we agree that we're leaving the statues <laughs> and any other fucking crazy memorabilia that just got left behind. Because I don't know, I don't know what he took. Like, I don't know. Like maybe he fucking he wasn't in commando, right? That was Schwarzenegger. What was the other one? Well, I know he was in Rambo, but I feel like there was another um, there was another like shoot him up like army stuff, like Rambo style movie he was in. I don't know. Maybe he had some Rambo memorabilia shit there too. Like the headband. Like I'm keeping the head, I'm I'm putting the headband. I'm going to put that shit on. I'm going to wear it around the house. I mean, like it's, I don't know. It's Stallone.
1: (laughs) So really quick. Yeah. If you could own, maybe we should save this for the next one. If you could own anyone's house, whose house would you own? Ooh. Why don't let's we save, save that? Let's save that. All right, I'll put it in the sheet.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. We leave, We end on a cliffhanger, get people to come back for the next episode. It's like we're we're real-time show writers now. Big Hollywood, big yeah. time.
1: You can call me producer now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, we're lacking producer Jamie, so someone's yep. got to fill the
1: And shoes. producer Michaela's upstairs.
0: Yeah. So uh, so that's going to do it. Stay tuned for next week. <laughs> um, you can go to grillyourassoff.com and use the promo code sarcasmpod to get 15% off your entire order every single time you check out. Big fan of grillyourassoff.com. I used them tonight when I, uh, when I cooked. So again, promo code sarcasmpod over there, grillyourassoff.com. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks facebook page is sarcasm speaks the website speaks.com. you can get the merch store over there too um like rate subscribe thumbs up rate review all that stuff tell everybody you know about the show uh keep spreading the word and until next time good night everybody